four games for possible Super Bowl matchup. And we've got two hours to potentially predict it. Stone the Benowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I can just tell looking at Stone right now with how close these lines are. For both of these championship games, he is just waiting, waiting to put some money down. He can't wait to see two of the tightest NFL championship games that we've seen in a long time. Bengals, Chiefs, what's the line now, Stone? So it's moved all over the place, but now it is Chiefs minus one. I don't because know they think Patty's ankle's coming around. Yeah, I don't know if you saw at Josh James Palmer TV. He said, Definitely hey. didn't. He said, Patrick Mahomes gave us a spin yesterday on the field. He did a little whoop-de-woo, so he's looking at What are we doing? What are we so, doing? So wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me people's money is at stake? Sports betting, gambling, people's livelihoods, and... Money could be made or lost. Families could be ruined all of because of Patrick Mahomes spinning on an ankle. So here's the tweet. Oh, my God. Breaking. I hate sports betting. Breaking in all caps. His ankle or just news? (laughs) Just news. Okay. Patrick Mahomes gave us a spin today at practice. Improvement on day two? (laughs) Question mark. Who is this guy? Who does he work for? This is at James Palmer TV. He covers the NFL for NFL Network. What a job. And in the video, Patrick Holmes is stretching and then does a little half jog and then gives the people a twirl. Oh, God. Uh, What is the Eagles 49ers line? That one's stuck at Eagles minus two and a half. All right. All right. And they're playing at home, so that's basically a pick For sure. That's basically a pick So, you have the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' ankle against the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFC Championship game, the Philadelphia Eagles against the San Francisco 49ers. We are just over two weeks away from the Super Bowl, and we are two days away from finding out what the Super Bowl is going to be. Destination desert for the duel in the desert. What are the two teams going to be? Who are the two teams going to be that are in the Super Bowl? Let's discuss, shall we? Ken Levicka live on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the cool and overcast intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. All right, so uh, I suppose let's start here. The game I'm most excited about, I don't know why I'm endlessly fascinated about this, and I, I'm not doing this to, to, to just sort of be the contrarian, but there is something about this Eagles 49ers matchup that I think makes for what could be a phenomenal championship game. I think the 49ers are just so loaded with weapons. 
I, I, the, everywhere. The fact that they've gotten to this point and they've done so incredibly competently and smoothly with the last overall pick in the draft last year, not five years ago, not six years ago, but last year leading them at quarterback is remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. And then there's the Eagles who, I mean, I think they answered a lot of the the questions that people had about them. It was not an impressive final month of the season, and here they are after destroying the Giants last week. I think this matchup is awesome. I truly think that this is the game, and I know that Burrow Mahomes is going to get all of the hype, but this NFC Championship game is going to be tight. I think super tight. So much so that I think the 49ers can go on the road Ooh. and win the NFC Championship. You believe in Purdy? I believe in Purdy. I more believe in Kyle Shanahan. I believe in that defense as well. I just, I like the 49ers. I think they can throw so much at you. I think they showed it in the postseason last year. They nearly knocked off the Rams. They should have beaten the Rams. They're so physical, so tough to match up against. We're all Purdy has to do is hit safety valve after safety valve after safety valve. I think the Niners can get the job done in Philly and win the NFC Championship. And then there's the Chiefs and the Bengals. And I just think so many people are overthinking this. They're overthinking this. I don't care about Pat Mahomes' ankle and the doop-de-doos and the spins and the things that Ryan Palmer's reporting. Josh. Josh Palmer's reporting. Sorry to the family of Josh Palmer. I don't care. I think that in our love for the Bengals and our love for Joe Burrow and going into Buffalo and winning, we're overthinking this. How difficult does it have to be for a second straight year to go into Kansas City and win the AFC Championship game? Think about that. The odd stone in your realistic heart of hearts that you think that a team's going to go into Kansas City for a second straight year and beat the Chiefs. It's wishful thinking, but I think it's just that. Wishful thinking. I, I, I really think that a lot of people are trying to talk themselves into the Bengals being able to do it again when the most logical path is the Chiefs get it done and go to the Super Bowl. I think it's Chiefs-Niners in the Super Bowl. I think it's a rematch of the Super Bowl from three years ago. Yeah, I think you have something there. And first and foremost, there are going to be ungodly amounts of money placed on this Bengals-Chiefs games, right? I mean, they're battling to be the face of the league, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. I just can't believe now that people are going to start um, uh, they're, they're going to start remortgaging their homes yes. over a tweet about uh, Patrick Mahomes spinning on his ankle in practice. Dude, you should see the line movement. It's 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 never been seen before, right? These Chiefs opened up at, I think, two-point favorites. Then the very next day, this was all within this week. The very next day, got down to one. The very next day, the Chiefs were then underdogs. Then the Chiefs were even bigger underdogs. They got the Chiefs plus two. And now here we are. You we're know, just seesawing all over the place. We're just seesawing all over the place, all because of it's a volatile market. Media tweets of Patrick Mahomes jogging around the field, right? No brace, <laughs> even though I'm sure he's taped to the gills. Oh and, yeah, and he will be shot. Probably up shot up to the gills, too. big yeah. time. But we're putting so much stock in this game, and I think you have a point. Leaning more so with the Eagles and the 49ers, right? A 23 year old at the helm, eight no, has not lost a game under center for That's these awesome. Niners, and then. 
potentially the highest paid quarterback in the league if he gets this done in Jalen Hurts. So I think you're leaning the right side there. We are putting way too much stock in this Chiefs-Bengals game. Today's going to be a day where I know that we're going to hurt feelings. I understand it. I am not trying to disrespect the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? Trust me, Philadelphia fans, you know what I'm trying to disrespect you. I haven't exactly uh, been been uh, subtle when disrespecting you, okay? Attempting to disrespect you. You'll know when I'm disrespecting you. I like this Eagles team. I really like Nick Sirianni. I think Nick Sirianni, uh, when he's not trying to publicly speak, is phenomenal. And I also stood by him when he revealed that he had a hankering for Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. What did I say? Get off his back. All of you phony foodies out there who are trying to say that you're too good for stuffed crust pizza. No, you aren't. No, you aren't. Who doesn't love breadsticks with cheese in them? And that's all stuffed crust pizza is, except it's in the crust. So, Nick Sirianni, don't act like you're better than him or that. I support his consumption of Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza while watching football, okay? It's good. Stop it. Think about where Nick Sirianni started, right? Do you remember that opening press conference where he tried to use the flower analogy, said that we're just blossoming from the ground? Nobody could understand. Everybody looked at him like he was speaking Mandarin. He was just just mumbling and stammering and was completely... No ability to understand what he's saying. Like he was off the drugs. And (laughs) and now he's the coach of the year finalist. Honestly, has a bid to win it here. Sure. I think in all of our opinions, right? It's really hard to argue. Sure. But think about where he's come from. And now he's a staple in the National Football League. I just feel like the 49ers have a coaching staff and a team core that has either A, been there, or B, been on the doorstep of being there, or C, both. And right? I, think, I think you know how many guys on the Eagles can you say that that, uh, that that's the case? You can't. This ain't the Doug Peterson, Nick Foles Eagles anymore, right? Uh, this is a phenomenally talented Philadelphia Eagles team, but this is a 49ers team, and I understand your counter can be well, Ken, the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. That's the X factor, obviously, the quarterback. This is a guy who is just living his best life for eight weeks now. When does the plummet happen? We're expecting the plummet. He has not yet tasted defeat. How is that even possible? That said, what's around him, they've all been there. What's around him, they should have beat the Rams last year in the NFC title game. What's around Brock Purdy gives them the ability to go on the road and win because they're so fundamentally sound. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to crap on the Eagles, and I know it's going to come off as that. But I've been in on this Niners team, Stone, you know that. Ever since they beat the Dolphins, I've been in on this Niners team. Kyle Shanahan, I'm always in on that, dude. Always, always, always. I just, I think that the 49ers are going to make amends for what ailed them in the final four minutes last year in L.A. They're going to go to the Super Bowl, and I think we're overthinking chiefs Bengals, Even despite the Mahomes ankle, in your, your realistic brain, it's really difficult to do it two years in a row in Kansas City. For the Bengals to go in and shock the Chiefs like they did last year. That's going to be unbelievably difficult, and it's why I think we're going to get another Niners-Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah, so, you know, you always hear the phrase, it's hard to beat a team twice. It's really hard to beat a team three times, but 
How hard is it to beat a team four times? I don't know if that phrase has even been made up yet, right? Joe Burrow, 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. To, sure. To make it 4-0, mathematically, just doesn't seem possible. But, hey, the line says so, right? The sports books are saying this game's a pick em, right? Pick your poison here. But why I think people should respect your NFC take is just a week ago, you were talking about that well-oiled machine yeah, yeah, in the New yeah, York yeah, Giants. Yeah, so you watched, that didn't go well. You watched that Giants and Eagles game from the lens of a Giants fan. So you have gained the ultimate respect for this Eagles squad. So you know what they're about. And now you're siding against them? I think put a lot of stock into that. So I think that it's going to be the Niners and the Chiefs. Stone, what's your Super Bowl? When we jump on the air Monday, who are we talking about as they get ready to... Descend on the desert. I think it's the <laughs> I think it's the two favorites. But I, I think Jalen Hurts' ability to run the ball and extend plays is going to eventually wear that really good 49ers defense down. Right? I think there's just and not to say there's not as many explosive guys on that 49ers squad. I just think there's too much with this Philadelphia Eagles team right now. Like there's too much that has been built up throughout the season. I mean, at one point we were debating on whether or not they were going to stay undefeated. Like that was a real plausible case to be made was it the odds said so and i hate to pull that card uh, but you and your odds i'm just saying right like they thought and, and and remember you said it wasn't a really good end to the season well jalen hurts wasn't at the helm it's true that was gardner Minshew's. so they would have ended the season with most likely a single loss remember when i forgot gardner Minshew was still in the nfl and all of a sudden <laughs> he was starting for the eagles yes. i remember that yeah so i i think a lot is to be said that these guys might have one loss do you remember who that one loss was to you do if you think hard enough. Uh, it's going to annoy you. Yeah, it's the Commanders in Riverboat. Oh, that's Ron. right, they lost to the Commanders. That's I think it was right. prime time on Thursday Night Football. Right, they took that one loss. So I think if Gardner Minshew doesn't play, they finish the season what six, seventeen, and one. Like they could have definitely done that. Uh, so, so, but, but I think it's the Chiefs on the other side and the Eagles on the on the NFC. And for the reasons that I laid out with yes, the Chiefs, one hundred percent. So, so Stone's going the Eagles and the Chiefs. I'm saying the Niners and the Chiefs. What is the Super Bowl matchup going to be for you, from an entertainment standpoint? Whether you're a fan of one of the teams, or you're simply just going to watch it as a spectacle, what is the ideal Super Bowl matchup with what's remaining? In the NFC, the Eagles and the Niners. In the AFC, the Chiefs and the Bengals. What is your ideal Super Bowl matchup? What are we going to see two Sundays from now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Two weeks from now, what is the ideal Super Bowl matchup? What is the one you want to see most for any reason that you lay out? Do you want to see Eagles Chiefs, 49ers Chiefs, Eagles Bengals, 49ers Bengals? I think it's going to be, and I'm looking forward to a Niners Kansas City game. I like that. I like that matchup. That would be um, a, a hmm, I'm trying to think of a word because I need to go in the desert. Um, I'll think of one. Yeah, I was going to say, this, this is usually. Usually do it off the top pretty yeah, quickly. Not good, not good. Well, we can uh, go dance, right? Oh, yeah, they're going to dance in the desert. Okay. I like that. That's pretty see? good. Thank you for saving me yeah. on that. Uh, Stone is going to go with the Eagles and the Chiefs. 
What about you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we might as well get things started with me being verbally molested by Big Homie. What's up, Big Homie? Appreciate you. Um, see, I guess that's the difference between a fan like Big Homie and me. How are you a fan of something and have so much confidence? I don't know what that feels like. Like, what is it? What does it feel like to to be confident in your football team? I mean, come on, just rewind the clock back to Week Five. We were talking that talk about these Miami Dolphins. We had some real confidence. But I, I in the back of my mind, was like, what if? What if? What if? <laughs> yeah, Always. It, I was hiding it well, but I had the constant voice. He's like, what if? And I'm like, shut the hell up. He's like, what if? I'm like, shut up. You And you bailed earlier than I think everybody. No, like, no, 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 no. That's not bailing. In a, in a good way. Like you No, there's no good connotation to bailing. Yes, there I is. I started having sense about what I was seeing with my eyes earlier than everybody. To be honest, you beat all of the national media, all of these guys to the punch in the sense that, hey, we're, we're not a shoo-in for the playoffs. Like, I've seen this story mm-hmm. before. I've been in this locker room before. I know Now Josh this, Boyer's paying for it. <laughs> I know what this looks like. And honestly, when you were doing it, I was like, hey, you're going rogue here. But <laughs> you look like a genius now. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So... You, I, I think that the the Niners are going to find enough. I think the experiences learned last year against the Rams are going to help them against the Eagles. I suppose, though, when you're looking at Jalen Hurts, where you keep wondering, when does that bottom fall out? When does he finally see setback, really, for truly the first time in his career? You can also make the same argument for Brock Purdy. Yeah, I don't like what Big Homie did there, right? He said Brock Purdy hasn't seen... Anything like this Eagles front seven? Uh, can I present to you the Dallas Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Right into Marcus Lawrence and uh, the one big bad man on the outside, Michael Parsons. Yeah. Like, he has seen a really good front seven. And would he just you, beat him. Would you argue that front seven's better than the Eagles front seven? Woo. To be honest with you, I would. I 100% would. I, I think statistically, I think they've done more than the Eagles. Now, as a unit, I think this Eagles defense might be a little more ferocious, but Cannot deny what Michael Parsons in that front seven for the Dallas Cowboys has done all season long. I think that aesthetically, most people are going to say, I want to see the Eagles and either the Chiefs or the Bengals. I think you can interchange those sure. two. I think that the the majority of people say, oh, the Eagles play a more fun brand of football. I don't, I don't agree with that. Depends who you ask. See, and that's the thing. I love the 49ers creativity. 
I love the wheel routes. I love the Debo experience. I love George Kittle. I love those receivers. Like the Shanahan play concepts. Like that, that's what I'm into. See, we give no love to the big guys, though. Trent Williams played a hell of a game at left tackle. He had Micah Parsons in handcuffs. Like, they get sexy up front, too. The big boys can't leave them out. So, I aesthetically and what I think gut feel believe it's going to be the 49ers and the Chiefs. Two weeks from now, when I sit down on a couch, all right, and I, I bust out some organic chips. That's right. Uh-huh. You know, got to keep it healthy even when you're snacking during the Super Bowl. And by the way, the best Super Bowl dip. Uh-oh. The best Super Bowl dip is either A, that like you put some sour cream and some salsa and mix it together. Pretty good. Pretty simple. Good stuff. Or, or, or you uh, have the uh, cream cheese and you put in some of uh, some spices and then you put that you melt the cheese on top of it and it's a nice warm like queso-y type of dip. That's what you're going with. That's what you need to do. Uh, enough of this French onion nonsense. You get in a, a jar. Have some have some guts and make your own dip. Have some originality. Yeah, right. Do something for you. But you just leapfrogged buffalo chicken dip. You just leapfrogged you know real That's queso. Funny. I'm not a huge Ooh. buffalo chicken guy, period. But buffalo chicken dip, you're right. Into it. Now, that's a little more time-consuming. And you got to shred the chicken. <laughs> and that is where the time sort of gets gobbled up. Thoughts on artichoke dip? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it's it as well. It's not like a, a top Sure. A top pick, but if it's there, I'll get after it. All right. I'll get after it. I like that a lot, actually. Now, artichoke dip, if I eat too much, I get a hurt tummy. That's right. I think we all can agree on that. So you just want to take it easy. <laughs> you can enjoy the artichoke dip without getting crazy. Eat it in waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just pace yourself. Please. Pace yourself. Uh, for you, what is the ideal Super Bowl matchup two weeks from now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Now, just from a, a heart, a, a, a football, your heart is with these two teams, objective observers of these championship games, I feel like America's NFC champion is the Eagles because I think Jalen Hurts, there's a special place in people's heart. They want to see Jalen Hurts succeed. Like He's sort of become the baby face of the NFC, right? And there's no doubt, there's no doubt, because as we talked about the other day, in that ridiculous, would you rather have Mahomes or Burrow quarterback conversation, there is Chiefs fatigue. There's Mahomes fatigue. I can't believe we had that conversation and how many people, nearly half the people we talked to said, yeah, Burrow, Burrow, here's why. I still can't believe that that show happened. And it was an hour and a half of people trying to make the case that Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes is, is the right decision. But there's Chiefs fatigue. And America's AFC heart is absolutely with Joe Burrow and with the Bengals. I think America wants to see the Bengals and the Eagles. Yeah, and you talked about Jalen Hurts becoming so divisive. I mean, we've seen on social media now that college football fans are are starting the argument of where he actually came from. Is it Oklahoma? Can Alabama claim him? Like, there's been so much talk, and I'm like, wow, are we really doing this right now? And these Crimson Tide fans, now these Boomer Sooners, like, 
They're going head to head. Like, no, he's an Oklahoma guy. You guys got rid of him for that one Hawaiian Interesting. kid. Interesting. That's been floating like, around. Who claims Jalen Hurts? <laughs> Alabama or Oklahoma? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who is allowed to claim Jalen Hurts? Alabama or Oklahoma? Now, you always say a product of Oklahoma. That was the last place he played, right? But I would say Alabama probably lays more claim to him and should be allowed to lay more claim to him than Oklahoma. I would argue that the most basic uh, of abilities that he picked up that have helped him succeed at this level come from Tuscaloosa. That's quite a question. What is your ideal Super Bowl matchup come two Sundays from now? Destination Desert. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. What is your ideal Super Bowl matchup, and who actually does get to claim Jalen Hurts? Is it Alabama or is it Oklahoma? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Three seven seven six. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have everything you need. If you have joint pain, if you are laid up with with uh, foot pain, ankle pain, that's not fun. Stone's been there. It's a bad time. I've been there. It's not good. It affects your way of life. It affects how uh, you're trying to function on an everyday basis. That's not good. And so don't live with that. They have experts in the field at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. What is your ideal Super Bowl matchup when everybody gets to Glendale two weeks from now? Also, what's the go-to dip? We might as well just start this now. What's the go-to dip? Because I, I prefer the, you got the, the cream cheese and then the melted cheese on top and it's warm and you get the tortilla chips. I don't know what that's called. I guess it's like a queso type of thing. It's like a white boy queso? Yeah, something like that. But I like that. I like that. I like going the, uh, the, uh, the, the Mexican route when it comes to the dip, right? I got to have a little punch to it, all right? And who gets to claim Jalen Hurts? We're loading you up on this Friday. Who gets to claim Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma or Alabama? Your ideal Super Bowl matchup, your go-to dip, and Jalen Hurts. Who claims him? Oklahoma or Alabama? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And a reminder, do not eat too much artichoke dip because it makes your tummy hurt. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. By the way, when it comes, speaking of dips, when it comes to salsa, you like the chunky stuff or do you like it a little uh, wet? A little wet, yeah. I love it wet. I mean, who doesn't? Right, I truly do. I, I, I Get those tomato chunks out of here, right? Unless they got some kick on them, unless I'm biting into that tomato and it, woo! 
Brings me back a little bit. I don't but want him. I would argue Pico de Gallo mm. is the pinnacle salsa. That's a tough argument to win there. Because I can't it's agree not with you. Wet. It's not wet at all. In fact, it's it's pretty dry. Um, and it's ultra chunky. It's not saucy at all. But pico de gallo is the apex because of the flavor, all of the flavor that comes out. I, I love pico de gallo. But if pico was the apex, don't you think they would bring it out to you first at a Mexican restaurant? Some do. Well, I need to go where you're but going. I, I would I would argue that that it's probably cheaper to pour something out of a can. Pico takes time, it takes effort, it takes it's a little it's a little more expensive. That's right. That's that, right. So. Maybe that's why, because there are some high-end restaurants where Pico is the go-to, but you got to be higher-end. Yeah, I've never been. And you're not going higher-end. Yeah, you're you're definitely not. You're okay with hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurant, and they're not going to give you Pico right off the bat. Yeah, it's not even hole-in-the-wall, right? I've told you plenty of times, right, that my favorite restaurant of all time is Chili's, and there is nothing like <laughs> no. that Chili Salsa. Oh, those, chili Salsa is pretty good. Those bottomless right. chips and that, oh, right. my God. How do I wonder what the margins are like with the chips and salsa there? It's <laughs> a great question. I don't know. I, uh, if if we could get a Chili's financial report, please please, uh, please let us know how uh, how that happens. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I've already angered people because I think it's a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what I think to me is going to be the most pleasing watch. It's what I am going to look forward to most is a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. I like the physicality of the Niners, the creativity of the offense, the way that they utilize everybody. I like that against Patrick Mahomes and a team that I think a lot of NFL observers are tired of seeing succeed. There's the constant discussion about the ankle. Uh, Burrow has become uh, the the poster boy of what's cool about the NFL. And I've got nothing against Burrow. I've got nothing against the Bengals. That said, that said, I think the Chiefs are going to show that, yeah, we still got it. We still got it. Mahomes' ankle or no ankle. I think that the Chiefs are going to send a message and they're not going to lose at home for a second straight year in the AFC title game. And I think that's going to make for a damn good Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the 49ers. Stone, though, he's going to go with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Now, he thinks it's Chiefs because we're, you know, we're both in on Mahomes right now. I just think there's too much on the Bengals. There's too much confidence in the Bengals. That was clearly a flawed Bills team that the Bengals went and handled. You could see that coming. And I don't think it's going to be the same thing in Kansas City. You think the Eagles, though, get by the 49ers. Yeah, I think they got too much firepower. But I wanted to touch on, you said there's too much on the Bengals. Ken, that's a real thing. right? When you consistently just pick a team, pick a team, pick a team, give reasoning, you're going to get punched in the mouth. And the Chiefs are the team to do that. So we need to stop talking about the Bengals. Right? Joe Burrow's flashy, he's fun, but this isn't the NBA. Like, show some respect. To Patrick Mahomes, who is LeBron James. Let's talk about it. This team is the best right now. Uh, Bill tweets in, I think it's Bengals Niners part three. Joe Burrow versus Mr. Irrelevant in that rabid defense. Two weeks of Eli Apple talking bleep before he gives up 12 catches, 235 yards, and three touchdowns. It's just so much. Do you think the Bengals locker room is happy at how chatty Eli Apple is? I think yes and no. I mean, I appreciate Eli Apple's confidence, but it's also the same Eli Apple who is like the 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 whipping boy for every A-list NFL receiver because they all think they can absolutely take him. I'll tell you this though, you know, this is just from my experience but I honestly feel like I can speak for a lot of people. A, a team secondary, no matter what level, those are the loudest, those are the chattiest. 
and those are the most delusional players on a football team. The corners and well, the safeties. Well, you kind of have to be. You have well, to be. at least the corners. I don't know about the safety, but the corners, absolutely. Like, if you don't have an ungodly amount of confidence in yourself, you won't be successful in anybody's secondary. So, I think the secondary loves it. I would imagine the guys in the trenches find it a tad annoying, but hey, whatever uh, gets him out of bed and whatever makes him give the maximum amount of effort, you can't be mad at the guy. But it got to a point where this week there were some around the NFL that thought Eli Apple was being disrespectful to Demar Hamlin. Eli Apple can't he can't help himself. <laughs> he can't help himself, and he came out and said, "I apologize. Uh, my words were misconstrued. Uh, nothing but love for my brother Demar Hamlin." But like, at some point, dude. You're still the guy that receivers love to beat. He's not a top, what, 20 corner in the NFL? I don't think so. Right? I've been loving And he's been talking a lot. A lot. The most out of everybody. And again, I appreciate the confidence, but dude, you're Eli Apple. You're everyone's favorite corner. You're everyone's favorite (laughs) matchup. And I've enjoyed the flashbacks, right? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Oh, who is that? Oh. 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 Uh Uh-huh. That's a different guy. I saw him in a movie once. (laughs) Oh my, Cooper Cup! Cooper Cup! Mm-hmm. Just absolutely barbecue chicken, Eli Apple, and right. We we've been seeing all those highlights, and I love that Jamar Chase and all of these guys speak about him in this weird sense that he's really good and he's better than top twenty. But he's been cooked by a lot of receivers. He was chased out of New York for God's sake. He was ran out of the building for being too talkative and not producing as much as, or just not even backing it up at all. Uh-huh. But that Cooper guy, though. Yeah, that Cooper guy. Let me tell you about Cooper him. Guy. Uh, yeah, Co- Cooper Cuck. See him, uh, <laughs> see him signing at, a, uh, at an adult video store near you. <laughs> uh, what is the ideal Super Bowl matchup? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, your go-to dip, because why the hell not? The Super Bowl's coming up in two weeks, and you better put some damn thought into it, okay? Uh, especially if you're hosting people. And don't be showing up to somebody's house if you're going to a Super Bowl party at somebody's house with a, a, a jar of salsa. If it is oh, a jar, it, not like a, 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 a brand name. If you're going to br- bring something that's like been locally made, if you're going to go that lazy route, okay, put some effort into it. Or maybe just maybe you can bring some high-end Pico. You can never go wrong with that. Or how about you do the actual thing that humans do and make a dip? Mm-hmm. Make a dip. Nobody wants to be handed a, a jar, and again, nothing against this company, but a jar of El Paso salsa, okay? Uh, Bring that home for Taco Tuesday to your family. Don't bring that to the neighbor's house for the Super Bowl party, okay? And also, who does Jalen Hurts belong to? Who can claim him? Alabama or Oklahoma? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776 on Twitter, at KLV1063. Let's go to Eddie in Boynton. Eddie, what's your ideal Super Bowl matchup? Fellas, how y'all doing today? Good, brother. All right, uh, man. It gotta be the Niners and and the Bengals. Come on, the Bengals are zero two against these guys in the Super Bowl. The first one was the heartbreaker yep. that uh, that Boomer lost, you know, at the last play with uh, Jonathan, well, there, John Taylor. And then the second one was a thrashing. Uh, what was it fifty five to ten? Yeah, with Kenny Anderson. At the it was lopsided. So we, yeah, absolutely. So we want to see that, and you know. Who would want to be a few weeks with Eagle fans talking all this smack before the Super Bowl? I mean, they're driving me nuts as it is right now. It's up. <laughs> Those are like people. People say that Dallas fans are the worst. 
I'd put uh, the, the Eagle fans right up there as well. Um, they they uh, they're super obnoxious. But uh, personally, I would I would like the Niners and uh, and the Bengals and uh, and on the board or salsa con queso is not bad, fellas either. And uh, okay. being a distributor on the on the board is going to be on Bogo as well. So right. load up, fellas. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Eddie's with Eddie with a good tip right That's there. That's just awesome. I love that. He said, hey, I know that we're about to get this salsa con queso out there, Boco. So have at it, people. <laughs> it's amazing. On the border, salsa con queso. Uh, and, 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 and Bogo that up. That's good stuff. Where else are you getting that information? I tell you what, this show, we are we are breaking down boundaries. <laughs> it truly is incredible. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, again, your ideal Super Bowl matchup. What do you usually do for the Super Bowl, by the way? We get together. Who's right. the, oh, okay. A little more specific than that, please. Who's we? What's the get-together? How we get together? Oh, yeah, sure. I totally understand. I mean, I'm no different, right, than your average American, your average 24-year-old American. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? We all get together. The guy who does bring in the El Paso or Tostinos, he gets punched <laughs> in the face like as soon as he gets to the door. And again, those aren't bad brands, and that's good if you're sitting on your couch, you put it on your lap, and maybe uh, watch some Netflix and eat some salsa and chips. But for the Super Bowl, make a damn dip. <laughs> but, but. You know, typically how we do things, you know, in my friend group and a lot of my family, like our girlfriends, like they're the ones who are making the dips. It's kind of a, their competition. Oh, boy. And the now boys. So why can't the boys make the dip? You see, you know what? I was going to go there and I was thinking about saying anything. And, oh, no. Here, mm, people are going to yeah, get the girls have to go to the kitchen and make the dip. Yeah, I see the way you the, work. The fat men just get to eat it all, right? And enjoy their football and yell at the dude. Like, that it's just, not, come on. That is not helping your case at I, all. I mean, it's not. I wonder how it's Jess not. feels. I wonder how dear Jess feels. Your wonderful girlfriend feels about you. You say, oh, yeah, the girls go and make the dip. Listen, dear Jess is the most competitive of all them right. all. So when she's making the dip and I try to reach and get involved, my hand gets smacked, and I don't want uh, you screwing any of this up. She's deep in that dip game. Oh, yeah. She All takes right. a lot of pride in, in, in making a dip and bringing it to some oh. of these sporting events. And a reminder, the Super Bowl, they're dipping in the desert. Uh, that's, you know what? It's the best one yet. Yeah, it was pretty Only good. took us 46 minutes. That's all right. We got there. Uh, uh, sweep tweets in, Chiefs-Eagles would be a lot of fun. Yes. But I think more people think Eagles-Bengals would be more fun. Wow, I mean, I, don't th- I, I think that I think people think Bengals Eagles would be more fun, or it would at least make them feel better about being an NFL fan. You know what's wrong with us as sports fans that that Chiefs fatigue is a real thing, that LeBron James is fatigue is a real thing. Like, like why? It's almost disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes, and dare I say that? Right, this is his fifth straight well, AFC Championship game, but. This Joe Burrow, the whole thing, like, oh, everybody's in love. It's just so aggravating when you have the best team in football. And it was, there was something that came out that said, you know, Joe Burrow is slowly but surely becoming the Steph Curry of football. And my, jaw, my jaw hit the floor. It, it was an account with the blue check mark. And trust well, me. The, I mean, it, that doesn't mean anything. I know, anymore. but I'm just saying, right? Like, this person, you know, is built up. They have a good amount of following. Or, or $8. <laughs> or $8 a month. <laughs> but I'm asking myself, holy cow, we forgot? About the guy who revolutionized the quarterback position in Patrick Mahomes? Like, we haven't seen right, this guy. We I just forgot say, about him. I would argue Patrick Mahomes is a much he, better analogy for Steph Curry than Joe Burrow is. Two years ago, we deemed Patrick Mahomes the Steph Curry of football. We already did it. Yeah. But to forget about it just speaks to the Chiefs' fatigue that we're talking about. That is weird. Uh, TC tweets in, Purdy grow up a Marino fan. 
so I can't help but cheer for the 49ers. Oh. Dolphins fan weighing in there. <laughs> All right, that's interesting rationale. I'll hey, however, you, however you get there. That's great. Uh, and then uh, Ernie tweets in, as long as Philly isn't the NFC champion, I'm great with whoever goes. <laughs> All right, good. Now now the pettiness comes out. This is good. This is what I'm looking for. This is good stuff. I like that. Um, so I, I still, and I know that Eagles fans are incredibly cocky. They are incredibly cocky. I suppose if you have the year that the Eagles had, you deserve to be cocky. But I don't know how to live like that because I've never been an overly cocky fan because I always fear the worst. I'm unbelievably cynical. What is it like to carry yourself with such confidence? I have no idea. Well, me as a front runner, right? Anytime LeBron James moves, <laughs> Let me give I you move. some insight into that. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, and he, you know, he's on the move, so I'll be a supporter. If it's the New York Jets, so be it, right? You get a newfound Jets fan, we'll battle it out in the AFC East. But, you know, it, we got to ask Theo Dorsey, right? Somebody who just jumped on this Chiefs bandwagon, right? And now just fears nothing. Yeah. Just fears nothing. He is pretty cocky for a first-year Chiefs fan. First year? He's been a fan for six months, and he's the most cocky <laughs> Chiefs fan yeah, that I know. True. It's true. It hasn't even been half a year. He, he became a fan right before the season started. Like August. And he's the loudest <laughs> of them all on my timeline. It hasn't line. even been six months. My favorite part about it, and if you don't follow Theo, he's at Theodore TV. He'll tweet random Chiefs player's name in the middle of a game, like, what a run by Pacheco. Everything. It's like, dude, hey guys, I'm a Chiefs fan. Like, like just hey, remember, remember, I, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm trying to quiz you last year if you knew who Isaiah Pacheco was, that and is. he's like, man, you know, me Cole. These guys are playing a really sound game as a receiving core. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that here. is so cheap. I'm totally with you. Uh, what is your ideal Super Bowl matchup, and what's your go-to dip? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063, my go-to AC company is EDS Air Conditioning. They not only handle AC, they handle your plumbing needs as well, but EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS Air Conditioning, they've been doing it since 2006, and they are going to get your AC unit right. They're going to make sure that they tune it up or fix it up or outright replace it and do so so that then you don't have to worry about it. Your AC, this is South Florida, a place where um, for the exception of maybe 14, 15 days during the course of the year, you need that thing humming. You need that thing working. You need that thing at max capacity. Make sure it's right, okay? Just like... You take care of your automobile to keep it running and to keep it in great shape. You should be doing the same thing with your AC unit here in South Florida, in Palm Beach County, in surrounding areas. That's who EDS Air Conditioning Services. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDSairconditioning.com. And a reminder, EDS is yes. Schedule and appointment times around you and what you've got going on. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. We've got helicopters all over Benjamin High School when we come back. We're going to discuss who's been there, why they've been there, and we're going to hearken back to our high school days as well. That is Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The NFC and AFC Championship Games coming up on Sunday right here 
on ESPN 106.3, your home for the NFL playoffs. And then we have that ridiculous bye week. We don't need it, Stone. We don't need it. You know who does? That ankle of Patrick Mahomes. If he can get out of here. Well, now you make me feel selfish for saying I don't need it. But you're right. His ankle probably needs it. But America doesn't need the weekend between. We don't. Not at all. We don't. We absolutely do not need that. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let's talk these NFC and AFC championship games with our NFL insider. He's been busy breaking it down. And it is our NFL insider and former Jets GM Dolphins boss Mike Tannenbaum here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Mike, let's just start with this real quick. Um, the the Super Bowl matchup that you want, just your, your football heart of hearts, the one that you think is going to be most aesthetically pleasing to you, the football fan, and the one you think is going to happen, or are they the same one? Yeah, great to be with you guys. I think it's the same one. I think we're going to see the great Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals offense against that great San Francisco defense. And, and probably, I actually like both road teams this weekend. Oh, wow. So that would be interesting. I'm with you on the Niners. I just, I think that this is a group that largely has been there, done that. Last year, they came one bad drive at the end of the game away from uh, from going to the Super Bowl, being back there uh, with Kyle Shanahan. I, I like this group. I like them going into Philadelphia and winning. Uh, now, as far as the Bengals are concerned, so you think two years in a row, the Bengals can go into Kansas City and take down the Chiefs. That's a pretty heavy task. Yeah, they're the better team. They're playing better. Um, they're more complete. Um, they got uh, their quarterbacks playing just as good as you know Kansas City's, and um, I think they're just a little bit of a deeper team right now. And um, you know when you figure when you look at what they did last week, guys going into Buffalo and just absolutely dismantling them. Keeping in mind they had a couple backup offensive linemen. Um, I think they deserve a ton of credit, and I expect them to go into Kansas City again and get a win. Mike, is anything in the back of your head telling you that, you know, I may be showing a little bit of Chiefs fatigue, right? I mean, five straight AFC championships, Patrick Mahomes inevitably going to win this MVP. Is there any part of you that thinks that we're just tired of seeing the Chiefs in a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think, you know, they had a great year, but I think if, if going to that game, you look, they lost Shadobi Awuzie, but Cam Taylor-Britt, Eli Apple, and Mike Hilton have really played well. In the secondary, I think they're going to double Kelsey, and mm. you know someone else is going to have to beat them. And if you look at the rosters, you know side by side, I think you know Cincinnati is just playing better. These lines are so close. These matchups are so close. And I know Mahomes' ankle goes into why Bengals Chiefs has been such a tight line, and why the Bengals were the favorite uh, at points earlier in this week. This feels like. One of the more uh, better, most even championship weekends uh, of recent memory. Yeah, I think that's right. I think if you know the three of us were having a conversation the day after the Super Bowl with whoever the champion is, I think we can make a really good argument for any of these four teams. I think they all have you know parts of them that that actually show greatness, uh, great quarterback play. You know, with the obvious exception of Brock Purdy's inexperience. Um, but these four teams have played really good football for the majority of the year. And I think there's um, a really good argument that any of these four could, could easily win the title. 
Former Jets GM, Dolphins personnel boss Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our NFL insider on Ken Levick Alive, and he's brought to you by Greco Chevy. Stone, what do you got for Mike T? Mike, in regards to, I mean, you were in this position once, right, having to pay these players. If Jalen Hurts does get this done, does hoist the Lombardi, does he have a case to be the highest paid, not only player, but quarterback in the National Football League? Yeah, I mean, look, you you want it all, guys. You you have an argument for a lot of things, right? So, absolutely. So, I think we're going to know a lot more about, you know, we could talk about Joe Burrow. We could talk about Jalen Hurts. We could talk about, you know, the starting job, presumably, for, uh, you know, Brock Purdy if he wins. And I think, again, any of these four teams have a realistic shot of winning this thing, you know, two weeks from Sunday. If Brock Purdy can somehow get to a Super Bowl, I don't know what the Niners are going to do. And they still have the guy that they they took real high up in the draft a couple of years ago. Jimmy G, you'd have to think his time is done. I guess I, I'm just curious, what could the 49ers possibly get for Brock Purdy? Could they flip him for a first if he gets to the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl? Uh, I, yeah, I think they keep him at that point. You know, you know, Ken, to me, like what's interesting is what do they do with, you know, like you said, Jimmy G and, you know, the GM of uh, Tennessee just came from San Francisco, so – you know, that's like another possibility as well. So um, does, you know, Trey Lance go to the Titans? Um, does Jimmy G go to the Jets or another team that needs a quarterback? So those will be all very interesting things to look at, you know, in the coming weeks. Uh, I do want to ask you, are you, a, are you a dip guy? And then when it comes to the Super Bowl party, uh, wherever you're going to view the Super Bowl, uh, what, is, what is a go-to dip that you enjoy? I do like a seven-layer dip, and I can't stand <laughs> Super Bowl parties because I, I can't stand people that are bloviating, you know, all day long. I want to watch the game. Yep. So, oh man, you go 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 talk in the other room. Like, I'm here to watch football. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike, I, I, you know that I, I have nothing but respect for you. I've never respected you more. That is the best take you've ever had. You have great football takes. That one is the best one, though. Yes, I want to hear the game. Stop talking about your mother-in-law. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, also, too, have you ever talked with or met Mike Tyson? I've shaken his hand. How was that? What did you, did you did you feel intimidated? What was what were you feeling at that moment? Um, I was really impressed, and I was in awe of the guy. Uh, I interviewed him yesterday on the phone, and I could not have been more intimidated over the phone. Not even in person, <laughs> over the phone. It was a complete wreck. I was just curious. Is there anybody, by the way, in your dealings, and you've been in the NFL for a long time, and you've done deals, and you've been in situations where you have to cut guys, or you're negotiating. Has there been a time where you felt intimidated by what's either across the table or standing in front of you? Oh, yeah. When I first met Coach Barcells or Coach Belichick, I was definitely intimidated by both those guys. That is a good one. Absolutely. I, when I first started covering the Dolphins and I met Bill Parcells for the first time, uh, I almost passed out. I know exactly how that goes. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Mike, if you could, could you tell us about your outstanding experiences at Greco Chevy? Yeah, never intimidated by Greco Chevy. It's a great uh, car buying experience conveniently located on Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Uh, Ryan and staff do an incredible job. Great cars, good prices, great selection. Greco Chevy, Delray Beach. Mike, you're the best. I appreciate you. Hold on, Stone. Mike, speaking of Greco Chevy, you finished last place in the Fantasy Football League. Any words? <laughs> Uh, I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He's going to get back on the offseason horse. Mike, appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk next week, okay? All right. 
Thanks, guys. That is Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive. By the way, Bill Parcells, when I met him the first time yeah, I could imagine. at Dolphins camp, this was 2008. And this was the playoff year. This is when Bill Parcells was held in very high esteem by Dolphins fans. And I was wearing an FAU shirt. It said Owls on it. So I'm standing outside of the, this is when the facility was still in Davie. They have the Nick Saban Memorial practice bubble there. So we're, they're going to practice inside that day. So media is waiting outside of it to get escorted in by the media relations staff. And Bill Parcells comes ambling by and he goes, hey, you a Rice fan? And I said, uh, no, 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 this is, this is FAU. Oh, he goes, my. He goes, Ugh. and then walked right by me. And that was it. That was my first and only one of two interactions all time with Bill Parcells. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't smile. Uh, I he's think got, in the, the right situation he might, but not in the football setting. He's got the uh, man's resting bee face, I yeah. feel like, which is also very intimidating. Yeah. So that was a real in-depth conversation that Bill and I had uh, first time around. Uh, When we come back, there is an influx of big-time college football coaches that are landing on the baseball field at Benjamin School. Why? And who? And I want to go back to my high school days because it's making me reminisce. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, former high school star. Me, I'm Ken Lavica, former high school loser, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. By the way, when it comes, speaking of dips, when it comes to salsa, you like the chunky stuff or do you like it a little, uh... Wet. A little wet, yeah. I love it wet. I mean, who doesn't? Right, I truly do. I, I, I Get those tomato chunks out of here, right? Unless they got some kick on them, unless I'm biting into that tomato and it, woo, brings me back a little bit, I don't well, want them. I would argue pico de gallo mm. is the pinnacle salsa. That's a tough argument to win there. Because I can't it's agree not with you. Wet. It's not wet at all. In fact, it's, it's pretty dry, um, and it's ultra chunky. It's not saucy at all. But pico de gallo is the apex because of the flavor, all of the flavor that comes out. I, I love pico de gallo. But if pico was the apex, don't you think they would bring it out to you first at a Mexican restaurant? Some do. Well, I need to go where you're but going. I, I would I would argue that that it's probably cheaper to pour something out of a can. Pico takes time, it takes effort, it takes it's a little it's a little more expensive. That's right. That's that, right. So. Maybe that's why, because there are some high-end restaurants where Pico is the go-to, but you got to be higher-end. Yeah, I've never been. And you're not going higher-end. Yeah, you're you're definitely not. You're okay with hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurant, and they're not going to give you Pico right off the bat. Yeah, it's not even hole-in-the-wall, right? I've told you plenty of times right? that my favorite restaurant of all time is Chili's, and there's nothing like <laughs> no. that Chili salsa. Well, those, chili salsa is pretty good. Those bottomless right. chips and that, oh right. my God. How do I wonder what the margins are like with the chips and salsa there? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. If if we could get a Chili's financial report, please please, uh, please let us know how uh, how that happens. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I've already angered people because I think it's a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what I think to me is going to be the most pleasing watch. It's what I am going to look forward to most is a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. I like the physicality of the Niners, the creativity of the offense, the way that they utilize everybody. I like that against Patrick Mahomes 
and a team that I think a lot of NFL observers are tired of seeing succeed. There's the constant discussion about the ankle. Uh, Burrow has become uh, the the poster boy of what's cool about the NFL, and I've got nothing against Burrow. I've got nothing against the Bengals. That said, that said, I think the Chiefs are going to show that, yeah, we still got it. We still got it. Mahomes' ankle or no ankle, I think that the Chiefs are going to send a message and they're not going to lose at home for a second straight year in the AFC title game. And I think that's going to make for a damn good Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the 49ers. Stone, though, he's going to go with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Now, he thinks it's Chiefs because we're, you know, we're both in on Mahomes right now. I just think there's too much on the Bengals. There's too much confidence in the Bengals. That was clearly a flawed Bills team that the Bengals went and handled. You could see that coming. And I don't think it's going to be the same thing in Kansas City. You think the Eagles, though, get by the 49ers. Yeah, I think they got too much firepower. But I wanted to touch on, you said there's too much on the Bengals. Ken, that's a real thing. right? When you consistently just pick a team, pick a team, pick a team, give reasoning, you're going to get punched in the mouth. And the Chiefs are the team to do that. So we need to stop talking about the Bengals. Right? Joe Burrow's flashy. He's fun. But this isn't the NBA. Like, show some respect to Patrick Mahomes, who is LeBron James. Let's talk about it. This team is the best right now. Uh, Bill tweets in, I think it's Bengals Niners part three. Joe Burrow versus Mr. Irrelevant in that rabid defense. Two weeks of Eli Apple talking bleep before he gives up 12 catches, 235 yards, and three touchdowns. It's just so much. Do you think the Bengals locker room is happy at how chatty Eli Apple is? I think yes and no. I mean, I appreciate Eli Apple's confidence, but it's also the same Eli Apple who is like the 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 whipping boy for every A-list NFL receiver because they all think they can absolutely take him. I'll tell you this though, you know, this is just from my experience, but I honestly feel like I can speak for a lot of people. A, a team secondary, no matter what level, those are the loudest, those are the chattiest, and those are the most delusional players on a football team. The corners and well, the safeties. Well, you kind of have to be. You have well, to be. at least the corners. I don't know about the safety, but the corners, absolutely. Like, if you don't have an ungodly amount of confidence in yourself, you won't be successful in anybody's secondary. So, I think the secondary loves it. I would imagine the guys in the trenches find it a tad annoying. But, hey, whatever uh, gets him out of bed and whatever makes him give the maximum amount of effort, you can't be mad at the guy. But it got to a point where this week there were some around the NFL that thought Eli Apple was being disrespectful to DeMar Hamlin. Eli Apple can't, he can't help himself. <laughs> he can't help himself. And he came out and said, I apologize. Uh, my words were misconstrued. Uh, nothing but love for my brother, Damar Hamlin. But like, at some point, dude, you're still the guy that receivers love to beat. He's not a top, what, 20 corner in the NFL? I don't think so. Right, I've been loving And he's been talking a lot. A lot, the most out of everybody. And again, I appreciate the confidence, but Dude, you're Eli Apple. Yeah, you're everyone's favorite corner. You're everyone's favorite <laughs> matchup. And I, I've enjoyed the flashbacks, right? Cooper Cuck. Cooper Cup. Oh, who's that? Oh. 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 Uh-huh. Oh. That's a different guy. I saw him in a movie once. <laughs> oh, my. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> absolutely barbecue chicken, Eli Apple. And right, we, we've been seeing all those highlights, and I love that. Jamar Chase and all of these guys speak about him in this weird sense that he's really good and he's better than top 20, but he's been cooked by a lot of receivers. He was chased out of New York, for God's sake. He was ran out of the building for being too talkative and not producing as much as, or just not even backing it up at all. Uh-huh. 
But that Cooper guy, though. Yeah, that Cooper guy. Let me tell you about Cooper him. Guy. Uh, yeah, Co- Cooper Cuck. See him, uh, <laughs> see him signing at, a, uh, at an adult video store near you. <laughs> Uh, what is the ideal Super Bowl matchup? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, your go-to dip, because why the hell not? The Super Bowl's coming up in two weeks, and you better put some damn thought into it, okay? Uh, especially if you're hosting people. And don't be showing up to somebody's house if you're going to a Super Bowl party at somebody's house with a, a, a jar of salsa. If it is oh, a jar, not like a a, a a brand name. If you're going to br- bring something that's like been locally made, if you're going to go that lazy route, okay, put some effort into it. Or maybe just maybe you can bring some high-end Pico. You can never go wrong with that. Or how about you do the actual thing that humans do and make a dip. Mm-hmm. Make a dip. Nobody wants to be handed a, a jar, and again, nothing against this company, but a jar of El Paso salsa, okay? Uh, Bring that home for Taco Tuesday to your family. Don't bring that to the neighbor's house for the Super Bowl party, okay? And also, who does Jalen Hurts belong to? Who can claim him? Alabama or Oklahoma? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776 on Twitter, at KLV1063. Let's go to Eddie in Boynton. Eddie, what's your ideal Super Bowl matchup? Fellas, how y'all doing today? Good, brother. All right, uh, man. It gotta be the Niners and and the Bengals. Come on, the Bengals are zero two against these guys in the Super Bowl. The first one was the heartbreaker yep. that uh, that Boomer lost, you know, at the last play with uh, Jonathan, well, John Taylor. And then the second one was a thrashing. Uh, what was it fifty five to ten? Yeah, with Kenny Anderson at the quarterback. It was lopsided. So we, yeah, absolutely. So we would want to see that, and you know. Who would want to be a few weeks with Eagle fans talking all this smack before the Super Bowl? I mean, they're driving me nuts as it is right now. It's oh, <laughs> those are like people. People say that Dallas fans are the worst. I'd put uh, the, the Eagle fans right up there as well. Um, they they uh, they're super obnoxious. But uh, personally, I would I would like the Niners and uh, and the Bengals and uh, and on the board or salsa con queso is not bad, fellas either. And uh, okay. being a distributor on the on the board is going to be on BOGO as well. So, right. load up, fellas. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Eddie's with, Eddie with a good tip right That's there. That's just awesome. I love that. He I'm, said, hey, I know that we're about to get this salsa con queso out there, BOGO. So, have at it, people. <laughs> it's amazing. On the border, salsa con queso. Uh, and, 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 and BOGO that up. That's good stuff. Where else are you getting that information? I tell you what, this show, we are we are breaking down boundaries. <laughs> it truly is incredible. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, again, your ideal Super Bowl matchup. What do you usually do for the Super Bowl, by the way? We get together. Who's right. the, oh, okay. A little more specific than that, please. Who's we? What's the get-together? How oh, we get together? Oh, yeah, sure. I totally understand. I mean, I'm no different, right, than your average American, your average <laughs> 24-year-old American. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? We all get together. The guy who does bring in the El Paso or Tostinos, he gets punched <laughs> in the face like as soon as he gets to the door. And again, those aren't bad brands, and that's good if you're sitting on your couch, you put it on your lap, and maybe uh, watch some Netflix and eat some salsa and chips. But for the Super Bowl, make a damn dip. <laughs> but, but. You know, typically how we do things, you know, in my friend group and a lot of my family, like our girlfriends, like they're the ones who are making the dips. It's kind of a their competition. Oh, boy. And the now boys. 
So why can't the boys make the dip? You see, you know what? I was going to go there and I was thinking about saying anything. Oh, no. Here, people are going to yeah, get upset. the girls have to go to the kitchen and make the dip. Yeah, I see the way you the, work. The fat men just get to eat it all, right? And enjoy their football and yell at the like, that it's just, not, come on. That is not helping your case I, at all. I mean, it's not. I wonder how it's Jess not. feels. I wonder how dear Jess feels. Your wonderful girlfriend feels about you. You say, oh, yeah, the girls go and make the dip. Listen, dear Jess is the most competitive of uh, them all. So when she's making the dip and I try to reach and get involved, my hand gets smacked, and I don't want uh, you screwing any of she's, this up. She's deep in that dip game. Oh, yeah. She All takes right. a lot of pride in, in, in making a dip and bringing it to some oh. of these sporting events. And a reminder, the Super Bowl, they're dipping in the desert. Uh, that's, you know what? It's the best one yet. Yeah, it was pretty Only good. took us 46 minutes. Yeah, that's all right. We got there. Uh, uh, sweep tweets in, Chiefs-Eagles would be a lot of fun. Yes. But I think more people think Eagles-Bengals would be more fun. Wow, I mean, I, don't th- I, I think that I think people think Bengals Eagles would be more fun, or it would at least make them feel better about being an NFL fan. You know what's wrong with us as sports fans that that Chiefs fatigue is a real thing, that LeBron James is fatigue is a real thing. Like, like why? It's almost disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes, and dare I say that? Right, this is his fifth straight well, AFC Championship game, but. This Joe Burrow, the whole thing, like all the everybody's in love. It's just so aggravating when you have the best team in football. And it was, there was something that came out that said, you know, Joe Burrow is slowly but surely becoming the Steph Curry of football. And my Who jaw, said that? my jaw hit the floor. It, it was an account with the blue check mark. And trust well, me, the, I mean the, that doesn't mean anything. I know, anymore. but I'm just saying, right? Like this person, you know, is built up. They have a good amount of following, uh, or eight dollars, <laughs> or eight dollars a month. <laughs> but I'm asking myself, holy cow, we forgot about the guy who revolutionized the quarterback position in Patrick Mahomes? Like, we haven't seen right, this guy. We I just forgot say, about him. I would argue Patrick Mahomes is a much he, better analogy for Steph Curry than Joe Burrow is. Two years ago, we deemed Patrick Mahomes the Steph Curry of football. We already did it. Yeah. But to forget about it just speaks to the Chiefs' fatigue that we're talking about. That is weird. Uh, TC tweets in, Purdy grew up a Marino fan, so I can't help but cheer for the 49ers. Oh. Dolphins fan weighing in there. <laughs> All right, that's interesting rationale. I'll hey, however, you, however you get there. That's great. Uh, and then uh, Ernie tweets in, as long as Philly isn't the NFC champion, I'm great with whoever goes. <laughs> All right, good. Now, now the pettiness comes out. This is good. This is what I'm looking for. This is good stuff. I like that. Um, so I, I still, and I know that... Eagles fans are incredibly cocky. They are incredibly cocky. I suppose if you have the year that the Eagles had, you deserve to be cocky. But I don't know how to live like that because I've never been an overly cocky fan because I always fear the worst. I'm unbelievably cynical. What is it like to carry yourself with such confidence? I have no idea. Well, me as a front runner, right? Anytime LeBron James moves, <laughs> Let me I give move. you some insight into that. Aaron Rodgers, and he, you know, he's on the move, so I'll be a supporter. If it's the New York Jets, so be it, right? You get a newfound Jets fan, we'll battle it out in the AFC East. But, you know, it, we got to ask Theo Dorsey, right? Somebody who just jumped on this Chiefs bandwagon, right? And now just fears nothing. Yeah. Just fears nothing. He is pretty cocky for a first-year Chiefs fan. First year? He's been a fan for six months, and he's the most <laughs> cocky Chiefs fan yeah, that I know. Yeah, it's true. It hasn't even been half a year. He, he became a fan right before the season started. Like August. 
And he's the loudest of them all on my timeline. <laughs> it hasn't even been six months. And my favorite part about it, and if you don't follow Theo, he's at Theo Dorsey TV. He'll tweet random Chiefs player's name in the middle of a game, like, what a run by Pacheco. And everything. It's like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm a Chiefs fan. Like, like, just, hey, remember? Remember I, I'm a Chiefs fan? I was going to quiz you last year if you knew who Isaiah Pacheco was. That and is... he's like, man, you know, me, Cole, these guys are playing a really sound game as a receiving core. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That here. is so cheap. I'm totally with you. Uh, what is your ideal Super Bowl matchup, and what's your go-to dip? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. My go-to AC company is EDS Air Conditioning. They not only handle AC, they handle your plumbing needs as well, but EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS Air Conditioning, they've been doing it since 2006, and they are going to get your AC unit right. They're going to make sure that they tune it up or fix it up or outright replace it and do so so that then you don't have to worry about it. Your AC, this is South Florida, a place where um, for the exception of maybe 14, 15 days during the course of the year, you need that thing humming. You need that thing working. You need that thing at max capacity. Make sure it's right, okay? Just like you take care of your automobile to keep it running and to keep it in great shape. You should be doing the same thing with your AC unit here in South Florida, in Palm Beach County, in surrounding areas. That's who EDS Air Conditioning Services. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDSAirConditioning.com. And a reminder, EDS is yes. Schedule an appointment times around you and what you've got going on. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. We've got helicopters all over Benjamin High School. When we come back, we're going to discuss who's been there, why they've been there, and we're going to harken back to our high school days as well. That is Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The NFC and AFC Championship Games coming up on Sunday right here on ESPN 106.3. You're home for the NFL playoffs. And then we have that ridiculous bye week. We don't need it, Stone. We don't need it. You know who does? That ankle. Of Patrick Mahomes, if he can get out of here. Well, now you make me feel selfish for saying I don't need it, but you're right. His ankle probably needs it, but America doesn't need the weekend between. We don't. Not at all. We don't. We absolutely do not need that. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let's talk these NFC and AFC championship games with our NFL insider. He's been busy breaking it down. And it is our NFL insider and former Jets GM, Dolphins boss, Mike Tannenbaum, here on ESPN 106.3. Mike, let's just start with this real quick. Um, The the Super Bowl matchup that you want, just your your football heart of hearts, the one that you think is going to be most aesthetically pleasing to you, the football fan, and the one you think is going to happen, or are they the same one? Yeah, great to be with you guys. I think it's the same one. I think we're going to see the great Bengal, Cincinnati Bengal offense against that great San Francisco defense. And, and probably, I actually like both road teams this weekend. Oh, wow. So that would be interesting. I'm with you on the Niners. I just, 
I think that this is a group that largely has been there, done that. Last year, they came one bad drive at the end of the game away from uh, from going to the Super Bowl, being back there uh, with Kyle Shanahan. I, I like this group. I like them going into Philadelphia and winning. Uh, now, as far as the Bengals are concerned, so you think two years in a row, the Bengals can go into Kansas City and take down the Chiefs. That's a pretty heavy task. Yeah, they're the better team. They're playing better. Um, they're more complete. Um, they got uh, their quarterbacks playing just as good as you know Kansas City's, and um, I think they're just a little bit of a deeper team right now. And um, you know when you figure when you look at what they did last week, guys going into Buffalo and just absolutely dismantling them. Keeping in mind they had a couple backup offensive linemen. Um, I think they deserve a ton of credit, and I expect them to go into Kansas City again and get a win. Mike, is anything in the back of your head telling you that, you know, I may be showing a little bit of Chiefs fatigue, right? I mean, five straight AFC championships. Patrick Mahomes inevitably going to win this MVP. Is there any part of you that thinks that we're just tired of seeing the Chiefs in a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think, you know, they had a great year. But I think if, if going to that game, you look, they lost Shadobi Awuzie, but Cam Taylor-Britt, Eli Apple, and Mike Hilton have really played well. In the secondary, I think they're going to double Kelsey, and mm. you know someone else is going to have to beat them. And if you look at the rosters, you know side by side, I think you know Cincinnati is just playing better. These lines are so close. These matchups are so close. And I know Mahomes' ankle goes into why Bengals-Chiefs has been such a tight line and why the Bengals were the favorite uh, at points earlier in this week. This feels like one of the more uh, better, most even championship weekends uh, of recent memory. Yeah, I think that's right. I think if you know the three of us were having a conversation the day after the Super Bowl with whoever the champion is, I think we can make a really good argument for any of these four teams. I think they all have, you know, parts of them that, that actually show greatness, uh, great quarterback play, you know, th- with the obvious exception of Brock Purdy's inexperience. Um, but these four teams have played really good football for the majority of the year. And I think there's um, a really good argument that any of these four could, could easily win the title. Former Jets GM, Dolphins personnel boss Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our NFL insider on Ken Levick Alive, and he's brought to you by Greco Chevy. Stone, what do you got for Mike T? Mike, in regards to, I mean, you were in this position once, right, having to pay these players. If Jalen Hurts does get this done, does hoist the Lombardi, does he have a case to be the highest paid, not only player, but quarterback in the National Football League? Yeah, I mean, look, you you win it all, guys. You you have an argument for a lot of things, right? So, absolutely. So, I think we're going to know a lot more about you know. We could talk about Joe Burrow. We could talk about Jalen Hurts. We could talk about you know the starting job, presumably for uh, you know Brock Purdy if he wins. And I think again, any of these four teams have a realistic shot of winning this thing. You know, two weeks from Sunday. If Brock Purdy can somehow get to a Super Bowl, I don't know what the Niners are going to do. And they still have the guy that they they took real high up in the draft a couple of years ago. Jimmy G, you'd have to think his time is done. I guess I, I'm just curious, what could the 49ers possibly get for Brock Purdy? Could they flip him for a first if he gets to the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl? Uh, I, yeah, I think they keep him at that point. You know, you know, Ken, to me, like what's interesting is what do they do with, you know, like you said, Jimmy G and, you know, the GM of uh, Tennessee just came from San Francisco, so – you know, that's like another possibility as well. So, um, does, you know, Trey Lance go to the Titans? Um, 
does Jimmy G go to the Jets or another team that needs a quarterback? So those will be all very interesting things to look at, you know, in the coming weeks. Uh, I do want to ask you, are you a, are you a dip guy? And then when it comes to the Super Bowl party, uh, wherever you're going to view the Super Bowl, uh, what is what is a go-to dip that you enjoy? I do like a seven-layer dip, and I can't stand <laughs> Super Bowl parties because I, I can't stand people that are bloviating, you know, all day long. I want to watch the game. Yep. So. Oh man! You go, go 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 talk in the other room. Like, I'm here watching football. <laughs> um, Mike, Mike, I, I, you know that I, I have nothing but respect for you. I've never respected you more. That is the best take you've ever had. You have great football takes. That one is the best one, though. Yes, I want to hear the game. Stop talking about your mother-in-law. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, also, too, have you ever talked with or met Mike Tyson? I've shaken his hand. How was that? What did you, did you did you feel intimidated? What was what were you feeling at that moment? Um, I was really impressed, and I was in awe of the guy. Uh, I interviewed him yesterday on the phone, and I could not have been more intimidated over the phone. Not even in person, <laughs> over the phone. It was a complete wreck. I was just curious. Is there anybody, by the way, in your dealings, and you've been in the NFL for a long time, and you've done deals, and you've been in situations where you have to cut guys, or you're negotiating, has there been a time where you felt intimidated by what's either across the table or standing in front of you? Oh, yeah. When I first met Coach Barcells or Coach Belichick, I was definitely intimidated by both those guys. That is a good one. Absolutely. I, when I first started covering the Dolphins and I met Bill Parcells for the first time, uh, I almost passed out. I know exactly how that goes. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Mike, if you could, could you tell us about your outstanding experiences at Greco Chevy? Yeah, never intimidated by Greco Chevy. It's a great uh, car buying experience, conveniently located on Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Uh, Ryan's staff doing an incredible job. Great cars, good prices, great selection. Greco Chevy, Delray Beach. Mike, you're the best. I appreciate you. Hold on, Stone. Mike, speaking of Greco Chevy, you finished last place in the Fantasy Football League. Any words? <laughs> Uh, I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He's going to get back on the offseason horse. Mike, appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk next week, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. That is Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken LaVica Live. By the way, Bill Parcells, when I met him the first time yeah, I could imagine. at Dolphins camp, this was 2008, and this was the playoff year. This is when Bill Parcells was held in very high esteem by Dolphins fans, and I was wearing an FAU shirt. It said Owls on it. So I'm standing outside of the, this is when the facility was still in Davie. They have the Nick Saban Memorial practice bubble there. So we're, they're going to practice inside that day. So media is waiting outside of it to get escorted in by the media relations staff. And Bill Parcells comes ambling by and he goes, hey, you a Rice fan? And I said, uh, no, 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 this is, this is FAU. Oh, he goes, my. He goes, ugh. And then walked right by me. And that was it. That was my first and only one of two interactions all time with Bill Parcells. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't smile. Uh, I think got, in the, the right situation he might, but not in the football setting. He's got the uh, man's resting bee face, I yeah. feel like, which is also very intimidating. Yeah. So that was a real in-depth conversation that Bill and I had uh, <laughs> first time around. Uh, when we come back... There is an influx of big-time college football coaches that are landing on the baseball field at Benjamin School. Why? And who? And I want to go back to my high school days because it's making me reminisce. He's still in the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, former high school star, 
Me, I'm Ken Levicka, former high school loser, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. The NFC and AFC Championship Games coming up on Sunday right here on ESPN 106.3. You're home for the NFL playoffs. And then we have that ridiculous bye week. We don't need it, Stone. We don't need it. You know who does? That ankle of Patrick Mahomes. If he can get out of here. Well, now you make me feel selfish for saying I don't need it. But you're right. His ankle probably needs it. But America doesn't need the weekend between. We don't. Not at all. We don't. We absolutely do not need that. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let's talk these NFC and AFC championship games with our NFL insider. He's been busy breaking it down. And it is our NFL insider and former Jets GM, Dolphins boss, Mike Tannenbaum, here on ESPN 106.3. Mike, let's just start with this real quick. Um, The the Super Bowl matchup that you want, just your your football heart of hearts, the one that you think is going to be most aesthetically pleasing to you, the football fan, and the one you think is going to happen, or are they the same one? Yeah, great to be with you guys. I think it's the same one. I think we're going to see the great Bengal, Cincinnati Bengal offense against that great San Francisco defense. And, and probably, I actually like both road teams this weekend. Oh, wow. So that would be interesting. I'm with you on the Niners. I just, I think that this is a group that largely has been there, done that. Last year, they came one bad drive at the end of the game away from uh, from going to the Super Bowl, being back there uh, with Kyle Shanahan. I, I like this group. I like them going into Philadelphia and winning. Uh, now, as far as the Bengals are concerned, so you think two years in a row, the Bengals can go into Kansas City and take down the Chiefs. That's a pretty heavy task. Yeah, they're the better team. They're playing better. Um, they're more complete. Um, they got uh, their quarterbacks playing just as good as you know Kansas City's, and um, I think they're just a little bit of a deeper team right now. And um, you know when you figure when you look at what they did last week, guys going into Buffalo and just absolutely dismantling them. Keeping in mind they had a couple backup offensive linemen. Um, I think they deserve a ton of credit, and I expect them to go into Kansas City again and get a win. Mike, is anything in the back of your head telling you that, you know, I may be showing a little bit of Chiefs fatigue, right? I mean, five straight AFC championships, Patrick Mahomes inevitably going to win this MVP. Is there any part of you that thinks that we're just tired of seeing the Chiefs in a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think, you know, they had a great year, but I think if, if going to that game, you look, they lost Shadobi Awuzie, but Cam Taylor-Britt, Eli Apple, and Mike Hilton have really played well. In the secondary, I think they're going to double Kelsey, and mm. you know someone else is going to have to beat them. And if you look at the rosters, you know side by side, I think you know Cincinnati is just playing better. These lines are so close. These matchups are so close. And I know Mahomes' ankle goes into why Bengals-Chiefs has been such a tight line and why the Bengals were the favorite uh, at points earlier in this week. This feels like one of the more uh, better, most even championship weekends uh, of recent memory. Yeah, I think that's right. I think if you know the three of us were having a conversation the day after the Super Bowl with whoever the champion is, I think we can make a really good argument for any of these four teams. I think they all have, you know, 
parts of them that, that actually show greatness, uh, great quarterback play, you know, the, with the obvious exception of Brock Purdy's inexperience. Um, but these four teams have played really good football for the majority of the year. And I think there's um, a really good argument that any of these four could, could easily win the title. Former Jets GM, Dolphins personnel boss Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our NFL insider on Ken LaVica Live, and he's brought to you by Greco Chevy. Stone, what do you got for Mike T? Mike, in regards to, I mean, you were in this position once, right, having to pay these players. If Jalen Hurts does get this done, does hoist the Lombardi, does he have a case to be the highest paid, not only player, but quarterback in the National Football League? Yeah, I mean, look, you you win it all, guys. You you have an argument for a lot of things, right? So, absolutely. So, I think we're going to know a lot more about, you know, we could talk about Joe Burrow, we could talk about Jalen Hurts, we could talk about, you know, the starting job, presumably, for, uh, you know, Brock Purdy if he wins. And I think, again, any of these four teams have a realistic shot of winning this thing, you know, two weeks from Sunday. If Brock Purdy can somehow get to a Super Bowl, I don't know what the Niners are going to do. And they still have the guy that they they took real high up in the draft a couple of years ago. Jimmy G, you'd have to think his time is done. I guess I, I'm just curious, what could the 49ers possibly get for Brock Purdy? Could they flip him for a first if he gets to the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl? Uh, I, yeah, I think they keep him at that point. You know, you know, Ken, to me, like what's interesting is what do they do with, you know, like you said, Jimmy G and, you know, the GM of uh, Tennessee just came from San Francisco. So, you know, that's like another possibility as well. So, um, does, you know, Trey Lance go to the Titans? Um, does Jimmy G go to the Jets or another team that needs a quarterback? So, those will be all very interesting things to look at, you know, in the coming weeks. Uh, I do want to ask you, are you, a, are you a dip guy? And then when it comes to the Super Bowl party, uh, wherever you're going to view the Super Bowl, uh, what, is, what is a go-to dip that you enjoy? I do like a seven-layer dip, and I can't stand Super Bowl parties because I, I can't stand people that are bloviating, you know, all day long. I want to watch the game. Yep. So, oh man, you go 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 talk in the other room. Like, I'm here watching football. Uh, Mike, Mike, I, I you know that I, I have nothing but respect for you. I've never respected you more. That is the best take you've ever had. You have great football takes. That one is the best one, though. Yes, I want to hear the game. Stop talking about your mother-in-law. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, also, too, have you ever talked with or met Mike Tyson? I've shaken his hand. How was that? What did you, did you did you feel intimidated? What was what were you feeling at that moment? Um, I was really impressed, and I was in awe of the guy. Uh, I interviewed him yesterday on the phone, and I could not have been more intimidated over the phone. Not even in person, <laughs> over the phone. It was a complete wreck. I was just curious. Is there anybody, by the way, in your dealings, and you've been in the NFL for a long time, and you've done deals, and you've been in situations where you have to cut guys, or you're negotiating, has there been a time where you felt intimidated by what's either across the table or standing in front of you? Oh, yeah. When I first met Coach Barcells or Coach Belichick, I was definitely intimidated by both those guys. That is a good one. Absolutely. I, when I first started covering the Dolphins and I met Bill Parcells for the first time, uh, I almost passed out. I know exactly how that goes. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Mike, if you could, could you tell us about your outstanding experiences at Greco Chevy? Yeah, never intimidated by Greco Chevy. It's a great uh, car buying experience, conveniently located on Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Uh, Ryan's staff doing an incredible job. Great cars, good prices, great selection. Greco Chevy, Delray Beach. Mike, you're the best. I appreciate you. Hold on, Stone. 
Mike, speaking of Greco Chevy, you finished last place in the fantasy football league. Any words? <laughs> Uh, I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He's going to get back on the offseason horse. Mike, appreciates you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk next week, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. That is Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken LaVica Live. By the way, Bill Parcells, when I met him the first time yeah, I could imagine. at Dolphins camp, this was 2008, and this was the playoff year. This is when Bill Parcells was held in very high esteem by Dolphins fans, and I was wearing an FAU shirt. It said Owls on it. So I'm standing outside of the, this is when the facility was still in Davie. They have the Nick Saban Memorial practice bubble there. So we're, they're going to practice inside that day. So media is waiting outside of it to get escorted in by the media relations staff. And Bill Parcells comes ambling by and he goes, hey, you a Rice fan? And I said, uh, no, 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 this is, this is FAU. Oh, he goes, my. He goes, ugh. And then walked right by me. And that was it. That was my first and only one of two interactions all time with Bill Parcells. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't smile. Uh, I think got, in the, the right situation he might, but not in the football setting. He's got the uh, man's resting bee face, I yeah. feel like, which is also very intimidating. Yeah. So that was a real in-depth conversation that Bill and I had uh, <laughs> first time around. Uh, when we come back... There is an influx of big-time college football coaches that are landing on the baseball field at Benjamin School. Why? And who? And I want to go back to my high school days because it's making me reminisce. He's still in the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, former high school star. Me, I'm Ken Lavica, former high school loser, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.